my job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this. birthday to us it's our one year anniversary of the podcast yay, yay. so exciting we've been doing this for one whole year how does that make you feel old <laughs> well think about like what's all the stuff that's happened to you this year not much so i got pregnant lost a baby got pregnant again had a baby yeah and then i like keep enjoying myself but it's been a lot this year like a lot has happened in 2019 not too much has happened for me this year i'm excited for 2020 yeah. What's your, uh, do, do you have a New Year's resolution? So normally I don't believe in New Year's resolutions because, you know, let's face it, by March they're out the window. That's true. But I do have one this year. Ooh, what is it? So my goal is to run 200 miles in the year and to be able to do a handstand by December 30th. Dang. We will see if that happens. Yeah, right? I was supposed to run a 5K at January 1st. Mm-hmm. Sprayed my ankle. You would. I would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But hey, that I mean, that's that's a good little goal for you. Hopefully yeah. after you stop injuring yourself. I, I've been babying my ankle and now my sprained toe all at the same time. It's been interesting. What is your New Year's res- resolution, Kelly? I am going, you know, most people's is, I'm going to lose weight. Well, I've done that for so many years in a row and nothing's ever happened. I'm just not going to do that anymore. Well, there's more than just saying I have to lose weight. You, you actually have to do to stuff. Do, well, to yeah. No, I know. But I, I've done stuff before in the past and then, you know, you stop. So that's not going to be my New Year's resolution this year because I know I'll stop. So what is it this year? I'm going to get my house in order. I love it. You know, your bedroom? Yeah. Where we do the podcast? Yeah. It's looking fantastic. The studio? The studio. <laughs> I love our new poster. Yeah. This because side, I, I do want to believe in aliens. It just doesn't happen. I, I believe in everything. I want to believe. So if you are on our Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or anything, I put that picture up of the poster. I also put up all of my husband's guitars. They look amazing. They are amazing. But you know, that picture. Uh, so Tyler posted the picture of it yeah, on Facebook. What really gets me. And this happens all the time. I don't actually, he never posts. He doesn't post anything very often. But when he does, he gets like a hundred to like likes like in an instant. You know why? No. Because he never posts. But here, but like, what are people doing? Like sitting on Facebook all day waiting for him to post something so they can like it? No, I'll That's what honest, it seems like, like. I'll be, I don't wait on Facebook. And I did like your husband's post. <laughs> so I feel like this is a valid conversation. Here. Yeah. I was... I think I was at home scrolling through Facebook while I was feeding the baby. Like, oh, Tyler posted. Oh, that looks fantastic. Heather talked about that. Like. But you know what? If you would have posted it, I still would have liked it. Well, yes. And you're one of the few people that would have liked my post. The problem is I have. I don't know. I guess I just don't have as many friends as he does, which is fine. He is more talkative than he is. It's just the fact of like. 
Why? Like, he posted it. And then I got on because, you know, he tagged me in it. And I got on to look at it to see why he tagged me. And 10 people had already liked it within like a second. You have to post it in the afternoon. I don't care. Well, it's different. In the afternoon, people are, you know, looking at stuff. Or during the day, they're supposed to be at work. <laughs> I don't know. It was. It's just, it's ridiculous. That's all. I think it's ridiculous. Ugh. But, man, I still can't believe, like, I've been telling people this week that this is our one-year episode, and they're like, what? Really? I know, right? We've been doing this for a whole year. So, funny story about that. We were trying, you know, talking to people about our podcast, and I happened to mention to my brother that I have a podcast, and I wanted some of his stories. And his response is, what? You have a podcast? Since when? I'm like... (laughs) A year, and now he's supposed to be listening to it. So, hi, Sean. Hi. <laughs> That's great. Uh, okay. Well, for this episode, for all of you who love to hear my voice, because, you know, you only ever really hear my voice, this episode, you're going to be hearing from Taryn a lot more. We're going to change some things up for this episode only, and we're going to start off with a joke. Yeah, we're going to start off with a joke. Taryn, tell us a joke. Here. How do you make antifreeze? How? You steal her blanket. Because, <laughs> you know, it's antifreeze. Antifreeze. <laughs> That's good. Also, we've been going around to friends, family, and there's been a couple of you guys have actually, like, messaged us about your stories. Yeah. And so we're going to share everybody's stories everyone's personal stories i'm so excited about this because we've been asking for them to come in and they've been trickling in here and there so hopefully after this one it'll be like our jumping point more people will send them in because we'd love to hear from more people like these stories are fantastic but i want to hear more i would love to have a a more of a, a regular episode that we do like maybe every month or every couple of months that are just personal stories of listeners but I think it's really cool because our first episode was our personal stories. Yeah. And so our one year anniversary is your guys' stories. It's going to be stories. Although I do have an update about the H&W ghost. Yeah. That I mentioned, but I didn't tell you what it was. I was in the break room with my mom and I was all, all the way over towards a table that had snacks and stuff on it and the refrigerators were on the other side of the room and the fridges have stuff that are on top of them. And I'm over getting a snack. My mom is over by the coffee, which is, again, kind of far from the fridge. But I see full on what happens. Mom only saw it out of the corner of her eye, but a bag of chips that was sitting on top of the fridge fell off the fridge and into the trash can. That's right next to the fridge. And like, that's weird. I, you know, it just kind of flew off the fridge. And I'm like, oh, the ghost is at it again. But my mom sees it out of the corner of her eye and she goes, did you just do that? And I'm like, I'm across the room. What do you think? You used your magical powers, pulled out your wand and made it go flying. (laughs) Like, seriously? Yeah, I did it. (laughs) But the H&W ghost just threw a bag of chips into the trash can. The chips. Uh, he didn't like the kind. That works. Whoever it was. So I was talking to my brother about stories. 
you know, we grew up in the same house together. And I know he's experienced this stuff, too, because we used to talk about it all the time. But unfortunately, he doesn't have any new stories for us. He did say that his fire station where he works is haunted. And as soon as he gathers some stories, he's going to be letting us know. Yay! So I look forward to those. I'm very excited for that. I know. Me too. I think that's uh, all of our normal housekeeping. Well, we caught up on a lot of stuff prior to. Yeah. I did want to apologize for not releasing an episode for two weeks in a row. There's a lot of stuff going on. We just, you know, Christmas, New Year's, it was busy. I had every intention on releasing an episode on both of those weeks. I had plans. I even think I texted you like, are we doing a podcast? I, things happen. My cat got loose. That was fun. <laughs> At least your cat came back. He came back. He's fine. Speaking oh, we of were cats. What? I have a story about a cat. You have a story about a cat? Kind of. There's two stories. Okay. Figure I'd lead us into it. Well, let's jumpstart this. Go let's for go. it. All right. So I have a coworker. His name is Mark. And he has two stories for us. It starts off with he moved into a new house with his parents when he was about 17 years old. When they were like him and his brother, when they were home alone, they could hear people walking or footsteps upstairs. But him and his brother were literally the only people in the house. And this happened on more than one occasion. And then the light in his attic would always be on. And the only way to get to the attic was through his bedroom, through Mark's bedroom. Mm. And so he would turn it off. And about five minutes later, it would just come back on. Like, there's nothing he could do. He even said at one time, like, he went to go take off the, take out the light bulb. And then when he came home, the light bulb was back in it and the light was back on. Like, it was super creepy. And he said to, to top it off, a couple years after this whole incident happened, his brother was laying in bed. And at the foot of his bed, he saw this light, like, white orb thing looking at like just sitting there and he said the longer that his brother focused on it the more it started to look like a person's face well his brother freaked out and left the room and then i think they both moved out because you know they were 17 when they moved in the house well fast forward to last year last year mark's cat passed away and he said for the past year his cat has still been with him and every night his cat jumps on his bed like it used to and he could feel the paw like the paws Walk across the bed, do it circle, knead the covers, and then lay down. And then he always feels the pressure where the cat used to sleep. Oh, that's really sweet. I love that. I don't love the other thing. Yeah, I know, the, the creepy figure thing at the end of the bed. Oh, yeah. I said that it was at the end of the bed. Yeah, it was at the, he said it that it was at the foot of the bed, and it started off as like just a white dot, like an orb. Thing. Yeah. And he said that the longer his brother stared at it, the more it started to look like a person. And as soon as it started to have facial features, his brother's like, nope, nope, I'm out. Nope. And he left. Nope. I'm good. Nope. I wouldn't. No, thank you. you blame him? I, not at all. So (laughs) thank you, Mark, for sharing your story. Thank you. That is creepy. And I did not like it at all. (laughs) Well, I mean, I liked the story. I don't. You get it. (laughs) You get it. It's fine. Sure, Heather. Sure. It's terrifying. Okay. I'm going to read one from Anonymous. They did not want their name shared, which I said, that's cool. I won't share your name. This is what he wrote. I was a young man back in 1966, working late to put food on the table. Now, I did live close to a small airfield, which does come into play later. When I got home that evening, I remember it was very quiet and still. Something above my head caught my eye. 
It was bright and had flashing lights on it. I, of course, thought it was a plane coming from the airfield over my house. I continued to walk inside when I had to do a double take. The thing had no wings. So, no wings means it's a helicopter. It wasn't making a sound. You know helicopters are super loud. This was not making a sound. This thing was hovering in the air, not making a single sound above my house. It was about 500 feet in the air, so there is no way it could have been making a sound. I ran inside to call the airfield. I got a hold of someone over there and asked if they had an aircraft in the air at the time. The guy said no, and there was nothing on their radar. Being at 500 feet, I doubt it would have shown up on their radar anyways. After I hung up with the guy, I ran back out to try to get a better look at it, but it was gone by the time I made it out there. I have no idea what that was, but I can remember it like it was yesterday. Aliens! You had an alien above your house. That's crazy. That was crazy. Man, could you imagine? No. You know, you just got home from work. All you want to do is go home, put your feet up, and rest. Oh, no. There's something with flashing lights above my house. Oh, how far up is 500 feet? Is that? Well, I'm five feet six inches. So, a bunch of you? Yeah, a bunch of <laughs> 500 feet equals about 50 stories. 50 stories, okay. So that's pretty tall. Yeah, it's very decently tall. Okay. But still, not very high for Not a very plane. high, yeah, for a plane, but tall for a building. So I have another weird one. It's not necessarily ghost-related. Okay. But it's still kind of cool. So this one's from Matt. It says, I'm not a believer. Everything must have an explanation. Some things you just haven't found out what those explanations are yet. He was about six years old, sitting in his grandma's grandma's living room. He heard a noise and a green light shot in from the window. It flew around the living room and then darted back out the window. No one else saw it. It was just Matt, and he's never seen it since. So, all right, let's go through this. I know Matt doesn't believe in weird things. So this could have been a ghost manifesting as a light. Could have been. It could have been, I suppose, like an alien aircraft, but the aliens are super small. (laughs) Like, oh, we don't want to be in here. (laughs) They're little aliens. (laughs) They're ants. Or, or what I like to think, a fairy. Ooh. It could have been a fairy. fairy. Like, you know, we haven't covered fairies yet, but I would like to do that in the future, but it definitely could have been a fairy. Interesting. Yeah, Matt says that he's not a believer and there's an explanation for it. He just hasn't figured it out yet because he's not smart enough. Matt's words. Matt's words. <laughs> Matt and I laughed about this for a couple minutes and I told him one of my ghost stories. So oh. It was it was kind of a fun conversation. He goes, but I don't believe in ghosts. Well, maybe Should you too. should. Matt, take a listen to our podcast and then figure it out. <laughs> Honestly, you know what's really funny is... A lot of the podcasts I listen to that are similar to ours, they have been doing this for a lot longer than we have. But I say over time, they are starting to not believe so much because of all the stories. Really? <laughs> yeah, and that's like, but why? Some of, like the more stories I hear, the more like confirms like, yes, I did go through that as a kid. Yes, yeah. that happened. 
Yes, last year while I was pregnant, I felt a cold arm grab me while I was walking through the hallways. Like, it happens. I think that just maybe they're not as open to it or not as sensitive or they're so numb maybe. to the small things that they don't, like, catch it anymore. But, the, see, I'm, I don't get a lot of experiences, but I still believe in it's everything. You want to. You That's want true. it to happen want to you. want to believe. I don't want this stuff to happen to me, <laughs> and it does, and it, like, freaks me out when it happens. You want it to happen, and it doesn't. It's because you're okay. a sensitive. Apparently. I'm not a sensitive. <laughs> All right. This next one, this next story comes from Melissa. And it's a good one. It's a, it's a longer one. It's good, though. From Melissa. These are Melissa's words. Okay. This story took place when I was in high school, 1998 to 1999. I can't remember exactly. I worked most days, but had Wednesdays off, so I would drive my sisters home from school on that day. Two things to set up the story. First, we lived with my grandparents, and usually one of them would be home when we got home in the afternoon. They had a side door that they would use and would almost never use the front door. Second, the front door of the house had two locks, one on the door handle and a deadbolt above it. That's pretty normal. For houses, I think. I think so. Yeah. As I said, I worked most days and got home late enough everyone else was in bed. Sometimes my parents would lock both locks, and sometimes they would only lock the top deadbolts. I got into the habit of turning the handle to see if it was unlocked or not. As you would. Since I do the same thing at my house. Yeah. I'm just getting the habit of trying it first, because... Sometimes it's not locked. Yeah, sometimes it's open. <laughs> On this particular Wednesday, I had gotten home with my sisters and automatically turned the door handle, and of course, it was locked. We almost always locked it when we left for the day. I unlocked the door the door handle lock, then the deadbolt lock. When I went to turn the handle to go into the house, it was locked again. I thought it was strange, but maybe I just didn't turn the key enough for it to unlock, which I've done in the past. Well, your door's also sticky and temperamental. Eh, it does. Even other people's homes, though, I've done that before. Like, turning it, you just didn't turn it enough. So, it's possible she just didn't turn it enough. As I was unlocking the door handle lock again, I heard the top bolt slide back into the locking position. I thought maybe my grandpa was trying to play a joke on me. So I yelled, Grandpa, cut it out. <laughs> I held the bottom handle so no one on the inside could lock it again and unlocked the bolt at the same time. I walked into the house expecting to see my grandpa on the other side, but there was no one there. I was a little surprised and walked into the house to look down the hall to where my grandparents lived and no one was home. I freaked out a little at that point, and I thought there might be someone in the house. I told my sisters to wait outside, and I ran through the house quickly, checking doors and windows. All the doors were locked, and all the windows were shut. After we got inside, I locked the door and called my mom. She, of course, didn't really believe me and didn't have much to say about it. To this day, I'm still not totally sure about what happened. My great-grandpa had died a few years prior and had lived in that house for quite a while before his death. My grandma was his only child, so that would be another connection to the house. 
from what I understand, he enjoyed playing jokes on people. So maybe he was just trying to have a bit of fun. Maybe it was something else entirely. Or maybe I'm just really bad at unlocking doors. (laughs) That's a good one, Melissa. Thank you for sharing. That was awesome, Melissa. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of creepy, though. It can be like, well, she did ask grandpa to stop and then it stopped. So what if it was grandpa, but not grandpa, just great grandpa? Yeah, maybe it was great grandpa. Ah, that's creepy. (laughs) That was a good one. Thank you, Melissa. Wow. All right, your turn. So this one comes from Becky. Becky. Shout out to Becky. She's one of our new listeners. Yay, Becky! I think she's on like episode five or six right now, but she sent me a message Woo-hoo! saying how much she loves our podcast. And while she was sitting in the VA, she was listening to it. So thank you, Becky, for listening. Thanks, Becky. And the comment. We loved it. So sweet. But she decided to send us a story. Yes. So Becky says that when 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 I live Yeah. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. <laughs> When I was living in Colorado during my middle school time, our house, or must I say our whole neighborhood, was haunted. Ooh. It was difficult to find the history where we lived and have misplaced the information, but was told that where our townhouse was was built near a massacre that happened when settlers came to the area. Oh, I could always see and hear the family that died. I got... It got so bad to where my closet door would open and my bed would shake. The man would only talk to you when you went upstairs. They had, they even had a dog that I would randomly see at times. The first thing that should have hinted to all of this was when every cat we had would go crazy and psycho. Couldn't keep any animal in the house. They were, would always go psychotic. Our neighbor, one house down, had the worst ghost ever. It got to the point where it was breaking all the windows in the house and even pushed her down the stairs. <gasps> From what my mom said, she still lives there. I've got no what? clue why. What? Yeah. That's from Becky. Like, Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Get out. Like, I understand why you guys left. You yeah. mean, like, just seeing the ghost and the dog and, like, you're... I love Becky. She's a great, like, big cat person. So the fact that all of her cats were going psychotic because there's ghosts in the house, like, I don't blame the cats. No. But why would you still live in a house where a person, like, a ghost is pushing you down the stairs? Get out now. Leave. That is not good. Or tell the ghosts to leave. Yeah. Listen, sometimes they listen. Sometimes. If you're if you're commanding enough, right? You get the sage and, like, Yeah, do all stuff. that stuff. But, Becky, I really appreciate you sharing your story. Thank you. That was a good story. I got I got more UFO stories than you do. I have ghost stories. <laughs> I've got two ghost stories and two UFO stories, so I'm going to go with my other UFO one. All righty. This comes from Barry. This happened back in 1977. My friend Tony and I were at the drive-in theater one night sitting on the hood of my car. We were both watching the movie when something caught our eyes. We both noticed two lights in the sky moving all over, but always staying close to each other. They were weaving in and out and almost circling each other. This went on for eight to ten minutes when we saw a beam of light go from one circle of light to the other. When the beam of light reached the second circle of light, it just disappeared. 
The first light then flew across the sky until it was out of sight. We called it our own version of Star Wars because that movie had been released earlier in the year. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> they saw a fight between two UFOs. How did they know it's not Star Wars? It could have been Star Wars. They were fighting each other. That's crazy. <laughs> that was awesome. The next one's kind of short. This is from Kayla. My ghost story is I lived in a house where a man had passed. All the kids could see and talk to him. I didn't think anything of it. Till late one night, I was laying on the couch. I was seven months pregnant. The room went cold. And out of nowhere, I started to feel a hand pushing on my belly. Like someone was trying to feel my baby. My body felt cold. And it lasted for about 30 seconds. And then it went away. That's all she wrote. You know, being pregnant... You always got those people who always wanted to touch your belly, even if they didn't know you. Yes, it drove me nuts. It's no different with ghosts, apparently. <laughs> He's like, oh, pregnant lady, pregnant. belly. Let me touch that. No. No. That's still creepy. Like, she told me about this story, and I'm like, Ugh, I'm glad no ghost tried to touch my belly. No kidding. No, thank you. I say, I have one more. I saved the best one for last, I think. This is from Nicole. Nicole has ghosts. Yay, Nicole. (laughs) All right. I have had spirit activity around me my whole life. I have some pretty recent stories for you guys. This all started around three years ago when my grandma, grandpa, and Uncle Chris all died within the same year. That (laughs) poor woman. That's a lot of deaths. That is. (laughs) My husband, two kids, and myself live in the same house. My grandparents raised my dad and his siblings, which would include my Uncle Chris. That's a lot of tragedy for the one house, too. It is a pretty old house being built sometime in the 1930s. The week after my uncle passed, life went on as usual. I came home with the kids after school and looked to my left to see a beer bottle sitting on our coffee table. I just assumed my husband left it there from the night before. I went to pick it up to throw it away. Once I touched it, I noticed that this was completely full and still cold. Someone had just gotten this out of the fridge, but no one had been home all day for eight hours. My Uncle Chris sure did love his beer, so I just knew it was him. (laughs) At least she accepts it. (laughs) Yeah. At least we we know it was Uncle Chris. We also have heard footsteps in the attic very often. I believe this to be my grandma, since that is where her bedroom was. We have also heard footsteps walking the full length of the stairs running from the first to the second floor. We heard this... um, going up twice. This last experience happened just a couple months ago. I'm still trying to figure out who it might have been. I heard footsteps walking down the hallway around 2 a.m. We have a room right across the hall from my bedroom that we keep closed. Our cat accidentally got closed into that room for a full day, so we just decided to never open the door. Because if you don't use the room... Anyways... The footsteps came all the way down the hallway, and then I heard the door to that room swing open slowly. 
I was too tired to do anything about it at the time and just went back to sleep. I don't know how anyone could do that. Well, I mean, okay, it's Nicole, right? Yeah. She lives in a house that she knows is haunted. Yeah. And she's pretty sure she knows who's haunting it. Still. So it's her family members that she trusts and loves. So it's like, oh, whatever. It's just Uncle Uncle Chris opening the door. Still. I mean, I don't know. I remembered it the next morning and peeked my head out of my bedroom to find the door to the other room wide open. And that was the end. I get it. Oh. I get it. I know why you went back to bed. It's the same reason why as a kid I used to cover up my feet before I went to sleep. I do that regardless. That's just good monster prevention. I did it because I had a ghost that used to like to play with my feet. Mm, yeah, I know. Stop. <laughs> I don't like it. Never. Ugh. This is why I have a foot issue. <laughs> I don't know why I do them. <laughs> it's just good monster prevention. <laughs> yes, and ghost prevention, is, apparently. All right. I have one more story for us. This is from Christy. Christy. Thank you, Christy. Christy, I appreciate your story. So it says, when I was a kid, we lived in a haunted house. Strange things happened all the time. For example, my dad and I were alone in the kitchen one day making a snack. We put the plate on the kitchen counter and walked away to the fridge. We got what we wanted out of the fridge, turned around to walk back to the counter, and a plate flew off the kitchen counter and broke on the floor. My dad tried to calm me by saying the plate must have blown off the counter. The plate was nowhere near the edge of the counter. There were no windows or doors open. No one else was home. Sorry. <laughs> it blew off. I get it. It's a, it's a dad trying to calm his daughter. Like, I get it. But at the same time. There's more to the story. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. It's Okay. <laughs> I woke up to an old lady standing by my bed on more than one occasion. I told myself I was just dreaming. Years later, I looked at the address to find that an old couple lived there for many years right before I moved in. Apparently, the house was broken into and the old woman was raped and murdered. The old man sold the house and moved. We were the first occupants since the incident. We only only lived there for about a year. My parents swore we moved so quickly because because we got a better deal on another house nearby. But we know it was because the house was haunted. That's horrible. Yeah. I Christy, that's just creepy. Oh. Just creepy. You think maybe the old woman is the one who broke the plate? Maybe. Like, why are you in my house? Yeah. Like, get out yeah. through the plate. It's possible. Or she was Greek and went, Opa! <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the old, the old lady obviously died of a tragic incident. Yeah. So maybe she's still confused. Like, this is my house. Why are you in my house? Get out of my house. And so she threw the plate. Yeah. And then she's standing yeah. next to the bed like, who are you? Why are you in my house? Oh, God, I don't like it. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I oh. loved all these stories. Oh, they were so good. But oh, creepy. I'm just glad that I'm not the only one. And I know that I'm not the only one out there. But hearing other people's stories, just like, yes, I'm not the only one. <laughs> I love, I do. I love it. I love hearing everybody's stories. Well, we have time. Did you want to read a couple more? We have a couple those more. Those are all I have. Those are all you have? Okay. I have it. So I had one from Christy, Mark, Kayla, Becky, and Matt. Awesome. Well, thank you all for sending in your stories. 
Even if Taryn made you. There was only like one or two. <laughs> I made. Christy sent hers. Becky sent hers. Matt. I Yeah, I cornered you in the hallway. Like, come on, Matt, give me your story. And Mark and I worked together. And I'm like, hey, Mark, do you believe in ghosts? He's like, yes. Yes, I do. I have a story for you. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I love doing that to people. I just walk up and go, do you believe in the paranormal? <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing to start talking about. It's a fun conversation starter. I love it. You know it. what we should do? What? We should make some cups and say, do you believe in ghosts? Let's talk. Yes. Oh, I love it. Uh-uh. Let's do it. He's, Let's do it. So this little man, he is five months old. His personality is here. He is sitting. He's trying to crawl. He is eating baby food. And he still does not let me sleep. Why not? I don't like sleep. Sleep is for the weak of heart. Let your mommy sleep. She deserves it. She doesn't sleep anyways. What are you talking about? You never sleep. I got five hours last night. (laughs) If I don't get eight, I'm dead. What's eight? Eight hours of sleep. No, there's there's like four hours of stuff you could do at that time. No. Yes. (laughs) No. I will be honest. The, the other day, I got seven hours of sleep. Wow. It was so weird. Whoa. Yeah. Were you tired for the rest of the day? I was kind of off the rest of the day. My entire day was off. Yep. But what happened is this little man had woken up. I think it was like six o'clock in the morning. And that's normally like I'm already gone for work oh. at that time. And my husband, being the sweetheart that he is, rolled out of bed and took the baby downstairs. <gasps> wow. And I woke up about a couple hours later going, where's the baby? <laughs> I haven't been woken up. What happens? <laughs> and so I look in the pack and play. No baby. I look over there. No husband. And then I hear the TV on downstairs. I'm like, okay. Okay. He's got Woo. the baby. But <laughs> you moms out there, you get it. I, yeah. I, I, I hope you get it because I know Heather does. I get it. It's like you you have this routine and then when it doesn't happen, you freak out. And that's what happened. But I got seven hours of sleep. It was amazing. Are you going to voice your opinions? I know the first time I remember the first time Ashlyn let me have a full night's rest of sleep I woke up in a panic like what's going on why have I not been woken up and I ran in there she was fine she was still sleeping just like how does this happen so with my oldest one it happened twice where I freaked out (laughs) the first time I was breastfeeding him and I used to sit in my bed and like was propped up on pillows and would breastfeed. Well, I had woken up. So I remember latching him on and feeding him. And I woke up and I was covered up with my blanket and I was in bed, but I didn't remember putting the baby away. So I freaked out and apparently my husband had saw me doze off while I was breastfeeding. So pulled the baby off and put him in his pack into his bassinet and then grabbed me by the ankles and pulled me down into a sleeping position and covered me up with blankets. <laughs> And then the second time was when my oldest finally decided to sleep through the night. He slept nine hours. Whoa. And so I'm pretty sure I got like eight of those. Because yes. I remember waking up freaking out. And I even went over there like, are you okay? Like are rubbed his alive? belly like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> this one, on the other hand, thinks that sleep is for the weak of heart. I wonder where he gets that from. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. This has been a great year. I hope we have many more see i loved 2019 not only did we finally do the podcast we've been talking about it for so long prior <laughs> yeah. to but 
but you finally went out and like, we're doing this, Taryn, come over. I'm like, come over for, what are you talking about? Oh, we're, we're doing this? We're actually doing it. So that was, that was a very good highlight of 2019. Oh, one thing that did happen between the very beginning of our podcast to now, I quit smoking. You're right, you did. I did. You are on your vape only. I am. Vape only, zero nicotine. And you're doing even better with it. You haven't even hit it once this whole entire podcast. I did once or twice. Oh. Well, you're do- you're more quiet about it. I, I didn't notice. You were in the middle of reading. That could be it. Yeah. That's the difference. <laughs> you were in the middle of reading and I, I went like this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm so proud of you that you quit smoking. Thanks. I know. And it happened because you got pregnant. See? Because that's why I quit smoking. (laughs) Yep. So that's why we're no longer in the garage. No more smoking. Well, I mean, we won't be able to smoke right now anyway because we've got him. That's true. But yeah, no. Good for us. (laughs) Yay! Yay! No smoking! smoking. Which is really funny because what brought us together was smoking. (laughs) That's ironic. All right. Yeah, so, so smoking brought us together, and then because I got pregnant, we no longer smoke. Yeah, we quit. That is awesome. Like Thanks that. for quitting with me, Heather. Yeah, I appreciate that. No problem. Thanks for getting pregnant. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> anytime. See, so what what are you excited about for 2020? Like, what what's some stuff that you look forward to? I mean, aside from getting your house in order, what's something else that you're looking forward to? Oh. I don't, I'm right there with you, man. Oh, um, that's a hard question. Um, new year, new you. I think, I think doing more for the podcast, I think, is what I'm really looking forward to doing. I'm going to start to do more research on a daily basis. So that way I have things ready. Okay. So, and then I kind of want to start up doing a Patreon and... Oh, that'd be fun. And doing stuff. You know what a Patreon we, is? Yeah, isn't... It's Patreon is where they, um... People become Patreons and they... They patron. They, they, they give us money. Yeah, but they get extra stuff for doing it. Yes. So, we would have to come up with extra content. Or a YouTube video that they get to watch. Or something like, like that. Or meet and greet eventually. Yeah. Just, or merchandise. Because we will make merchandise I one of these days. I swear it's going to happen. It's, it's, we're working on it. Yeah. I swear it'll happen, though. So that's what I'm looking for. I want to do more for the podcast. I think we're going to do it. I think the second year's our year. Well, you know, the first year you're, you're learning to crawl. Now we're walking. Yeah, we're starting. Oh, yeah. And getting a new microphone. We kind of need one for you, Taryn. I know. Mine broke. <laughs> but I, I just need to save up to get one. Just like this. So I think that 2020 is going to be a fantastic year for me. It's going to be a very busy year. Ooh. And I, I know it's going to be busy because of all the stuff that I'm already planning. And it's only January 7th. What are you planning? So I want to obviously keep doing the podcast. And I would like to be more involved in the podcast. Other than just like, hey, Heather, are we doing this and walking over here? Yeah. So I want to be a little bit more involved. I am going to be more intense on working out and getting back to the way that I want to be. Nice. Um, especially after having a baby. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yep. I'm going to go back to school. Again? Yes. I want to finish what I started. Sweet. And I'm going for my goal. Good. It's it's going to take some time, but I got to get back to it. Good. Yay. And then I'm going to get my house in order. Oh, yeah. So I forewarned my husband that there's going to be some spring cleaning. Things are going to happen. Spring cleaning all year. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Those are good. I like that. This is going to be quite the full year. So I'm excited. 
So this is my friend Kayla. This is a different Kayla, not the Kayla from the story I read. Okay. Um, and she's a really good friend of mine. We were friends in high school. But she is a psychic. Oh. Um, I don't know if you want to call it a psychic or she sees ghosts. She can talk to ghosts and she's seen them her entire life. And we've had several rather crazy experiences with them. And she, in between having three kids and going to school, is working on getting me some of those stories. Oh, yeah. And I did talk to her. And hopefully one of these days she'll be able to call in and we'll be able to have a, a phone conversation with her. That is another thing I want to do. So if she does, then we'll see if she'll do it and we'll call her. And, but that'll be for a different episode. But Kayla and I had a lot of really fun experiences together, especially with my house being haunted and then her being able to see them. Oh. There was one time where we were driving from, we just left my house. I'm scared right now too. There are several houses like along the side of the road and they're kind of scattered like half a mile, quarter mile apart. And she goes, stop. I saw something. Ooh. I'm like, what'd you see? She goes, there's a little old lady on the side of the road. We have to help her. I looked right at him, dead serious. Kayla, there was nobody on the side of the road. So we looped around to see if there was something there. And she was, it's gone. She's gone. <laughs> so we went to Reno. We did our thing. We came back. We were sitting out in our front yard, in my front yard, smoking a cigarette, drinking some wine and just chit-chatting. And all of a sudden she goes, she's here. She's behind you. <laughs> I don't remember what happened next because I was drinking. No. Whatnot, but she truly can see them and has talked to them. Hmm. I need to have a conversation with her. There's uh, her grandma haunts the ho- or her parents' house. Oh, and it was funny because the first time I spent the night at her house, she goes, "Stay out of that room," because it was kind of neat. Um, there was these two bedrooms. Like you walked in a door, and you had a hallway that led to a bathroom, and then you had two little side doors, and the two doors led to the two bedrooms. And we were going to her bedroom, and she goes, "Don't go to that other room." And I said, "Okay." Just curious why? She goes, "Oh, that's my grandma's room, and she doesn't like people in there." And so then we go upstairs and we're having dinner with her mom and we were talking about stuff. And she goes, oh, yeah, grandma grandma died like 10 years ago. But give us some time. You'll know if she likes you because you'll just know and then it'll be okay. But until she lets you know that she likes you, don't go to that room. Ooh. We were sleeping and we like shared the bed and we like slept next to each other and on her queen size bed. And we woke up and there was a blanket on my feet. The, there was no blanket like this blanket. I've never seen it before, but it was on my feet when I woke up. And she goes, oh, that came from Grandma's room. She likes you. Oh. I'm like, cool. She goes, you can go to that room now. I'm like, I'm good. I'd rather not. I'm good. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, I had a lot of fun with Kayla. Kayla is one of my one of my good friends. Yeah. So, oh. I hope she's able to send us some of those stories. Definitely got to have a conversation with her. That's going to be fun. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us. And happy birthday to us. Yay! And Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Oh, I'm so excited for the year to come, and I hope you all keep listening. Tell your friends. Tell your friends, yes. We did our joke at the beginning, so we're going to do a weird fact. I like changing things up. This is fun. (laughs) I can't believe I remembered. (laughs) Ooh, okay. This is part of a list. I'm not going to read the whole list. I'm just going to choose one of these, but they are... Strange illnesses and disorders that almost nobody gets. So they're very rare. Mermaid syndrome. What's that? Mermaid syndrome, officially known as sirenomelia. I had to put something in here I couldn't pronounce. (laughs) I know. This condition is a birth defect in which an infant is born 
with its legs fused together. The syndrome only strikes about 1 in 100,000 births. And to date, only one child born with the disease has been known to survive longer than 10 years. That's crazy. Wow. Mermaid syndrome. That's that's kind of sad. That is sad. That was a sad fact. Okay. Well, for your stories, please send them to heather at fortweirdpodcast.com. Or you can send them to us on Instagram or on Facebook or on Twitter at Fort Weird Pod. If you know us, you can just personally send them to us, like our some of our current. So I have a bunch of different email addresses, so you could do that if you know them. Or, you know, yeah. Reach out. Reach We'd out. love to hear from you guys. It doesn't I matter how you it. get a hold of us. Just get a hold of get us. Get a hold of us. Also, as Heather had said, I have been a lot more active on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So look forward to polls and random Ooh. facts and some new things that I've been messing around with Facebook. Oh, fun. I'm excited. And also, please rate and review us. Leave your comments. <laughs> Leave your comments. We'll get them read. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast without baby growls. No, right? You have guys gotten used to it by now. Eventually, he's going to be old enough. He's going to be downstairs with the rest of the kids. Or in a pack and play. Or in a pack and play. Whichever. One day it'll happen. All right. Thank you. And we will catch you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. The existence of this.